You're listening to KCBX News. I'm Benjamin Perper. This is In Between, our series about queer people of color in San Luis Obispo County. We've been exploring community building and the creation of safe, brave spaces for LGBTQ plus people of color locally. In this final episode of In Between, we explore the thriving drag scene in Slow County. What was once an underground subculture has now gone mainstream, not just here, but across the nation. That's led to a backlash as some states passed laws banning these queer-centric events. And there's some anti-drag sentiment here in Slow County as well. In our last episode, reporter Eric Gabriel takes a look at the local drag scene and how it's an important space for the LGBTQ community here. Libertine Brewing Company is packed with a diverse audience of people cheering and singing along to Skinny Mocha's performance. The colorfully dressed drag queen is working the crowd with their dancing and lip syncing. As the night goes on, drag queens of all sizes, ages, and gender identities move the crowd with their expressive performances. It's a place of joy, creativity, bravery, and love. Drag is a form of entertainment where performers dress up and challenge stereotypical gender norms through performance arts. As the famous drag queen RuPaul likes to say, we're all born naked and the rest is drag. RuPaul once described drag as an act of rebellion, a way to comment on society, and a big F you to male-dominated culture. Vincent Torres is a resident advisor at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and a drag performer who goes by the stage name Skinny Mocha. They say drag can be a way to turn society's idea of gender into art that you can share with an audience. And it doesn't need to follow a formula or a stereotype. Torres says you can even be a cisgender woman dressing up like a more feminized version of yourself. You can be kind of this person with your own idea of gender, presenting that idea of gender to the audience. You don't have to, you know, dress up like a man or dress up like a woman. You can be this kind of like alien being. And I think that's what the beauty of drag is. You know, it doesn't have boundaries. And I think that's also what scares people. Drag culture is a major part of queer nightlife. Its roots can be traced back to Shakespeare. And it was a prominent attraction at the underground ballrooms that began in 1920s Harlem. Drag made its way into the mainstream, with performers like RuPaul appearing on popular 90s TV shows. But it wasn't until RuPaul's Drag Race premiered as a regular TV series in 2009 that the world began to see drag in a different light. It's now gone from an underground art form to one that most people in the country know about. Torres says that there are now vibrant drag communities all over the country, including here in San Luis Obispo County. Drag is something that is increasingly becoming more mainstream and more part of popular culture. But when Torres moved away from their hometown to attend Cal Poly, the local drag scene wasn't as rich and thriving as it is now. As a queer gender-fluid person of color, Torres struggled their first year here to find community in the very white city of Slo. But once they were free to explore and be themselves in college, they soon discovered the drag club on campus and experienced a personal renaissance. Drag is gender performance, but more so it's like, to me, it's gender catharsis in a way, but that's just my personal idea of it. It gives me kind of like that gender euphoria of like, I can... Being non-binary is, you know, kind of that idea that, like, I can dress up like this one day if I want to, but go back to looking like this, but also take some of those qualities that I have when I perform and carry it with me into my everyday life and kind of use it, like, 
as wind beneath me to kind of propel me forward in whatever I need. San Luis Obispo County doesn't have any gay bars or other late night establishments that are LGBTQ plus specific. So drag shows are finding their way into other places known for their queer inclusivity, like Libertine Brewing Company and Bang the Drum Brewery in Slow. Drag is based on entertainment and performance, but it can be used as a way to self-express and celebrate pride within the LGBTQ plus community and its allies. Gray Godero, a board member for the Gala Pride and Diversity Center, says there's no right way to do drag. People are at drag shows because they want to be there and because they have fun there. I mean, who doesn't want to drink a couple mimosas and get to dance around with some people in costumes. Like, frankly, it's not that much different than Disneyland, Um, but you don't have to break your bank to do it. And you can also be as gay as you want. Despite the joy expressed through drag, it's a controversial topic across the nation, especially as anti-drag legislation and hate incidences are on the rise. After last November's mass shooting at a drag performance in Colorado Springs, the San Luis Obispo restaurant High Water Slow started receiving hateful comments and messages about the drag brunch events they put on. They posted on Instagram that another local business owner had accused them of exposing children to inherently sexual events and claimed it's their life's work to stop venues from hosting family-friendly drag events. The same messages were allegedly sent to several other businesses in Slow. Godero says their experience made them sad and angry. But because locally we have had the privilege to continue being so visible because locally we are not being directly challenged by legislation and because our rights are codified here in California, it feels like we do what we as queer people have always done, which is continue to live our lives, continue to seek joy, continue to seek authenticity, and continue to build our community even when other people are actively trying to tear it down or vilify it. Godero says the LGBTQ plus community and their allies know there is nothing bad or harmful that goes on at drag shows and other queer-centric gatherings, especially family drag events. They say they are places of love, joy, art, and partying for all ages. But I, I do acknowledge that that comes from a place of privilege and when I see artists like Skinny Mocha recently is one who I have uh, gotten to work with or Mercy Killing or Dirt, you know, we've got some really awesome uh, POC queer drag artists. And I know that it must take even more bravery because there is, you know, threats of violence and there is like threats uh, against our identity. Godero says these events create spaces free of prejudice for their performers, while also allowing the audience to experience the joy of drag, whether they identify as queer or not. And when you are experiencing that from so many sides, but you still, like, we still have a place in our community where these artists are coming out and giving the most and just being so wonderful, like, that is what keeps me like encouraged that we're doing something right and that we have a good space here for, for our people to thrive. Juicy CW has lived in Slow County their whole life and goes by any pronoun under the rainbow, but says you can address them as your majesty since they won Miss Central Coast Pride in 2018. Juicy is half Mexican and grew up in a very religious family. Their grandpa was a pastor. Juicy says they were terrified of drag queens as a kid, but 
Then they attended their first drag show at Slow Pride in the late 2000s and fell in love with the art form. They started watching RuPaul's Drag Race and immersing themselves more in the local queer community. Juicy began to dress more femme, and then one night they entered a lip sync contest. And then after that, I was like, wow, I love drag. I want, I want to try it. And so I kept like practicing my makeup, try to do more traditional drag makeup, try to do more like drag wigs, outfits and experimenting. And then I would go to the Soap Creators drag shows dressed up and they saw me, they saw the effort, they saw, you know, my passion for it. And um, at Pride, I went up to one of the, the people who was Soap Creators and I was like, hey, you know, I love drag. I really want to, you know, perform and be a part of it. Shortly after, Juicy won Miss Central Coast Pride. It was a very different experience than when they used to be harassed and bullied in slow before they began doing drag. They recall times they had to dodge cameras or reconcile with being sent flowers from men at bars as a cruel joke. Juicy says they always felt like a failure. They struggled in school and were eventually expelled from high school and then continuation school. For Juicy and many other queer and trans people of color, drag is more than just art. It's a way of healing emotional wounds. I've always felt like a failure and I've always felt unaccomplished. I've always felt just like I couldn't amount to anything and nothing I ever did was good enough until I found drag. Queer spaces have been subject to threats for as long as they've existed. As the popularity of drag grows, so will the community's resilience to continue thriving as ballroom and drag have in the past. These brave spaces offer safety not only to the LGBTQ plus community, but to allies and friends. Juicy says the need for these sanctuaries is crucial, especially for queer youth who may not have another outlet to explore their creativity and identity. When, when people look down on you and people don't expect anything from you, it's really, really hard on your emotions and your mental state. And because all people want to do are live and exist and make people, you know, see them and make people proud. And when I go out into like shows or when I go out into like clubs or go to like, you know, events in drag and people are so happy to see me there, that is so healing. Throughout this series, In Between, we've talked to community members, organizations, and queer and trans people of color living on the Central Coast. While living queer and POC in San Luis Obispo County presents many challenges, this community is very much here and they are resilient. They are speaking out, finding and providing resources for one another, and filling the needs they see for themselves and others, like Reese Galito with Let There Be Lesbians and Faith Legrand with Art and Soul. Pride Month is around the corner, and Slow is gearing up for the month-long celebration beginning in May. There's a lot more to be done to reach true equality for LGBTQ plus people of color, but change is happening by the community for the community. As RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? For KCBX, I'm Eric Gabriel. In Between is made possible by a grant from the Community Foundation San Luis Obispo County.